All right, welcome to part three of God Do What Only You Can Do. I, I hope you guys are, are literally, literally grabbing a hold of this and applying it to your life to see how powerful this mindset is, right? That takes the lid off of, uh, you know, possibility and just opens it up to uh, the influence of God so that he can do what only he can do. I want to read our anthem scripture with this because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And found in Ephesians 3, 14 through 19. When I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious unmerited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you continue to trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand all, as, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ through it, it though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or think. I'll tell you, I can ask and think a lot of different things, but they're all limited to what I know. And what I've discovered through my process in being a man of God, being the righteousness of God in Christ, is that the more I experience the influence of God, the more I can understand the things of God. Now, I would never have the opportunity to understand the things of God if I didn't go through my circumstance the way God intended for me to go through. I can tell you that I've had many difficulties in my life, many, many problems in my life, uh, many, many circumstances in my life that were well beyond my control. And I know many of you have those in your life today. I continue to have those circumstances in my life. The difference is, is that I apply the principle of God do what only you can do in and through me and those around me so that I can continue to move forward in my life without the needless suffering of frustration and anger and bitterness. Pastor Barb, several weeks ago, did a whole message on strife, right? division, all of those kinds of things, and then I give up in the process, and God never has the opportunity to work in and through me and in and through those around me because I'm so fixed <laughs> in my limited thinking about how things have to be. You see, we don't fight against people in this life. We fight against principalities, and rulers of darkness. And you've been given the power and the authority to overcome that influence in the world. But if you're not careful, you will 
constantly go back to your old way of thinking, expecting a different result, which cannot be possible because you're so limited. You're, you're, you're wanting some, to keep doing the same thing over and over again to get a different result, but that is the definition of insanity because it's never going to happen that way. You need to open your mind to receive what only God can do and not play with God, not not get so far in that process only to give up again and start your cycle over and over and over again. God wants to have influence in your life. And God wants you to invite him into your life to manifest that influence every step of the way. I'm going to open uh, this with Joshua 1, 3 through 9. And I love this scripture because it just really begins to show you that God wants to have that level of of influence in your life. It says, I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on land that I have given to you. This this is your life, and I'm going to do what only I can do, which is to give you the place to stand in this life. You are unique. You have a place to stand, and God will give you that place, but you've got to be willing to allow God to do what God can only do. He says, from Negev wilderness to the south and Lebanon mountains to the north, from the Euphrates River east to the Mediterranean Sea to the west, including all the land of the Hittites. Now, This is a grand vision. This is an expansive opportunity that is is there. But how many people know that Joshua is going to have to choose that and he's going to have to depend on God's power to do what only God's power can do to accomplish it? You see, if God gives you a vision, then he will support it with his heavenly provision. Most of the times in my life, it's not about just accomplishing the vision it's about who i become through the experience of that with the influence of god that creates internal equity in my life i'm making mistakes left and right going here and going there but at the end of the day i'm still giving god the influence that he needs in that situation to heal me to heal the situation to open the doors that no man can close so here he is God continues and he says, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. And this is true in your life. You've got to understand, you don't live by the principles of this world. You live by the principles of the kingdom of God. It goes on to say, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. I'll tell you, when you're... When you're in the midst of the situation that God's trying to bring you from into, it will mess with your mind. It will mess with your will. It will mess with you because your flesh wants to keep things the way they've always been. And God's trying to take you from from here to there in a very supernatural way that you don't yet have the understanding of because you don't have the experience with it. But when you're doing this, in verse 6, it says you're going to have to be strong and courageous. For you are the one that will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to your ancestors that I should give them. 
And God could speak that to you over your household, over your business, over your community. There could be many things that God says, listen to me. You're going to need to be strong and courageous in order to lead the way I'm calling you to lead. And I'll tell you, strength and courage, when, when you need them, you got to dig deep. I'm telling you. And it says, be strong and be very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. So you're going to have to go back to the Word of God to live your life rather than to the world and how they would do it. And you're going to have to do that. So, you know, just going out there and being strong and courageous isn't enough. You're going to have to have the Word of God as your principles to follow so that you can do this God's way. Do not deviate from the Word of God turning either to the right or to the left, then you will be successful in everything that you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in everything that you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged or anxious or frustrated. And on and on the list goes. For the Lord your God is with you, and better than that, in the New Testament, in you, everywhere you go. Everywhere that you go. Every place that God will lead you, everywhere that you will go, into the frustrating, frustrating job, into the, 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 the boss's office that just doesn't see things the way you see them, into you know, uh, your relationships in your family that are just difficult and you're struggling and all of those kinds of things. Listen, this is the rules right here. These are the rules you're going to want to follow. You're going to need to be strong. You're going to need to be courageous. Not to confront the situation, but really to be strong and courageous to know that God will do what only God can do. That takes true strength. That takes true courage. And I'll tell you, until you're willing to live a life like that, you're living a life less than the kingdom life that God's calling you to. The place that God wants to give you everything that, he, that you have need of that pertains to this life and to godliness where He wants to pour out His Holy Spirit upon your life where you can start to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Not talk about them anymore, not read about them anymore, but live them all the days of your life. This is the kingdom life that God is calling you to. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. We've read this probably a thousand times in our lifetime. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless, empty, and dark. Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the surface of this earth before it was what you see it today. I'm telling you, sometimes in your life, you're facing something formless, something empty, something dark. And all I can tell you is by the Spirit of the Lord, God can do what only God can do in that situation. You think, well, no, this is talking about God creating the heavens and the earth. Well, let's skip down to Genesis 1, 
26 through 28. It says, Then God said, Let's make human beings in our image and to be like us. Starting with formless, empty, and dark. That may be the place that you're at today. But I'm here to tell you that you've been created in the image and likeness of God. It says here that they will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry on the ground. So God created human beings in His own image. And in the image of God, He created them to be male and female. He created them. Then God did what only God could do, Again, after the creation of man, then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern or rule over the earth. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals that scurry along the ground. I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of God that you are here to reign in the earth. And the only way you're going to do that is to have the influence of God. God blessed you. God blessed His creation. God organized the creation to be a kingdom organization, not an earthly uh, limited situation. We know that when sin entered the world, it brought limitations to mankind. But Jesus broke. He broke. The limits that the that sin and its influence has on our lives. And we're going to have to awaken to this and we're going to have to understand this and begin to say, you know what? I can be strong and courageous uh, in the darkness. I can be strong and courageous when, when I see no form of what I would expect in my life based on God's word and his influence in my life. I may see nothing but darkness, but praise the Lord. I've been created in the image and likeness of God to change what I see and to influence what I see and to shape what I see and to have dominion, power, authority, and abundance with the favor of God to do what God is calling me to do. But that's going to require me getting out of pride, which is what we talked about last week, and understanding that God is going to do what God's only going to do, and that blessing is going to overtake you and everything around you, and the kingdom is going to, you'll be like in a little kingdom bubble right here, where nothing by any means shall harm you, where anything you ask in His name, it will be done where you have the power of the gifts of the Spirit in operation in your life, and that you want for nothing. And this doesn't happen overnight. This takes a process of you being willing to do things the way God would want you to do them and quit trying to do it on your own, quit trying to do it with your own strength, because, listen, at the end of the day, if you do it on your own, you're going to be responsible for those results that you create. You're going to be operating in a very worldly uh, uh, structure that is going to be able to come in and rob you of the goods that you created, and you'll be standing there without the equity that could have been created on the inside of you through the process. 
Some of us would rather have a ministry or a, a million dollars or, 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 or get married or have some big thing. But they, what they don't understand is, is that the process of obtaining those things is more important than obtaining those things naturally in your life. Who do you become when you allow the nature and the influence of God that He has given to you to overpower, overtake the circumstances of your life and how that changes you? In week one, we talked about how that instills the love of God inside of you, which is, is incredible. It's in our anthem scripture. We've got to really begin to understand that without the influence of God, without us giving God permission to do what only God can do and allowing that to happen in our lives and to stay true to the scripture, stay true to, to, to courage, stay true to the strength that only God can give. I'm telling you, you'll come out of that other, other side of that thing and you will no longer be the same. And you'll look back on your life and you'll say, look what the Lord has done, rather than look at what I have done. Look at the material goods that I have. I'll tell you, those material goods can be here today and they can be gone tomorrow. But the equity and the process of attaining what God has for you in your life and allowing God to do what only God can do in that process, I'm telling you, will transform you into, I mean, a powerful force in the kingdom of God, which is God's will and the reason you were created. Psalms 9, 9 through 10. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in time of trouble. Those who know your name trust you, for you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Are you oppressed? Are you in darkness? Are things formless in your life? I'll tell you what, he is a refuge in times of trouble. You are not your sin. You are not your sin. You are not the bad things that you have done. You Listen, you're looking at someone who falls and makes mistakes and, and, and does stupid stuff, and I continue to do stupid stuff, and I tell you what, I continue to depend on the grace of God, which is the work that only God can do in my life. But you've got to be reminded that, listen, if you are oppressed, if things aren't going the way you want them to go, you can trust in God to do what only God can do in that situation. John 16, I have told you all this so you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have very many trials and sorrows. But take heart or take courage or take strength, right? Because I, Jesus, have overcome the world. That's good news. That, that's work that God has done and continues to do. And the works that only He could do to manifest that in your life, in this world 
to bring the kingdom of heaven here. We talked about that last week. I hope you go back and listen to it again. We are here for purpose. We are here for meaning. We For meaningful things that may seem contrary to the way things appear. But I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, God is still in business. God is still doing what He's always done. God is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. God has a plan for your life. God wants to take you from where you are to where He wants you to be. And He wants you to do it in mighty power, mighty demonstration of things that only He can do. The miracles, the signs, the wonders. I'm telling you, the peace that passes all your understanding where you can begin to cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you where you have a plan where you know where you're going you may not know how to get there but praise the Lord the Lord does and he'll be your guide he'll make sure you're on the right path he'll make sure that you aren't going to go too far this way or too far that way in your idiocy and limiting thinking he'll structure that for you he'll form that for you and you'll begin to see things start to be taken in your life. You'll start to see the light that appears in the darkness. And you'll start to see the influence of what God can do that only He can do in and through you and those around you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you for your word. I thank you, Father God, for doing what only you can do at Faith Builders Church, in the homes of these people, Father God, in their businesses, Lord God, in their families, Lord God, in every area of their life. I thank you, Father God, that it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord that these things are done. And Lord God, we submit to the things, God, that only you can do in and through us, Lord God. Work those things. Work those miracles, Father God. Cause those healings, Lord Jesus. Open the windows of heaven, Father God. Do what only you can do. We give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory for what you are doing, Father God. And it is great and it is awesome and it is perfect, Lord God. And it perfects us in the process. There may be some of you out there need to get your hearts right with Christ and this is your opportunity to do it. And I'm telling you, just let God do what only God can do through this prayer, okay? So just say this prayer together with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. Do what only you can do through this prayer of faith. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Hey, listen, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, put a post in the comments down below. Hey, if you're activating this, this, this dynamic, this mindset, this, this opportunity to really allow God to do what only God can do and it's working in your life, post it in the thing down below. Let us know what's going on in your world. Let us know how God is doing what only God can do in your life. 
we need to know. And so do those who will read that as well. I want to invite you to uh, our church. Uh, we have services both at 9 and 10.30. Praise the Lord, come to one or the other. We have plenty of seating. We've left all of our seating uh, the way it was, so there's plenty of room for you to spread out here and be safe. Um, and uh, just want to see you here. Now's the time to come together and to see each other again and to be in each other's presence as well. I just thank you for your time this evening. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon.